0: Well, on my final Sunday here, I wanted to share a scripture with you that's been bubbling up in my heart like a rolling boil over the last month or so. I shared it with the consistory at our January 5th meeting, and I shared a, a piece of it with you at our congregational meeting last week. But, but this, this week, this Sunday, my last Sunday, I want to I wanna share the entirety of the scripture with you. And I, and I don't just want to share it with you. I want to offer it to you as my parting blessing, as my parting benediction to you. So so I want you to to stand up, if, if you're able, and I want you to extend your arms and open your hands and receive these words as my parting blessing to you. I thank my God every time I remember you constantly praying with joy in every one of my prayers for all of you because of your sharing in the gospel from the first day until now. I'm confident of this, that the one who began a good work among you will bring it to completion on the day of Christ Jesus. It is right for me to feel this way about you because you hold me in your heart For all of you share in the grace of God with me, both in my imprisonment and in my defense and proclamation of the gospel. For God is my witness, how I long for all of you with the compassion of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer, that your love might overflow more and more with knowledge and full insight to help you determine what is best so that on the day of Christ you may be found pure and blameless, having produced the harvest of righteousness that comes through Christ Jesus for the praise and glory of God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. I'm going to try my best to get through this sermon without crying. But if I do start to cry, just cry with me, okay? If the last three and a half years have taught me anything, it's that tears are a good harbinger of God's presence. Where there are tears, you can expect to find Jesus. It wouldn't be my last sermon if I didn't quote Frederick Buechner. Listen to what he has to say about tears. You can never be sure, but of this you can be certain. Whenever you find tears in your eyes, especially unexpected tears, it is well to pay the closest attention. They are not only telling you something about the secret of who you are, but more often than not, God is speaking to you through them of the mystery of where you have come from and is summoning you to where, if your soul is to be saved, you should go next. So if I start to cry... Just cry with me, okay? Saying goodbye is hard. There's no way around it. I remember my last goodbye with our beloved friend, Walter Fogelsanger. Walter was a long-time attendee of the church. It was a sunny Friday afternoon. Beams of light filled his hospital room at Morristown Memorial Hospital He was hooked hooked up to an IV drip that helped him manage his pain. His his cancer had spread from pancreas to bone to brain, and he was anticipating the end. And as he was anticipating the end, I visited with him, and we read Psalm 23, The Lord is my shepherd. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. We, We read Romans 8, for I'm convinced that Nothing in all of creation can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. I prayed with him, my voice catching and breaking every other syllable. And then we said goodbye. And I'll never forget what I said to him and what he said to me. I looked Walter in the eyes and I said, Walter, you've been an inspiration to me. Your faith has been remarkable. And I know that Jesus is ready to welcome you home. And by this time, I was just full on weeping, tears streaming down my face. And I said, um, Walter, I, I want you to know that I love you, and the congregation loves you, and you have become a true friend. There was a long, sacred pause, both of us crying. There was a long period of silence as as Walter mustered up all the strength he could to talk to me. And he said in the strongest whisper he could muster, he said, I'll carry you in my heart. I'll carry you in my soul. I'm taking you and the congregation with me. I'll carry you in my heart, I'll carry you in my soul, I'm taking you and the congregation with me. On this, my last Sunday, I want to borrow Walter's goodbye words as my own to you. I'll carry you in my heart, I'll carry you in my soul, I'm taking all of you with me. Paul writes, I thank my God every time I remember you, constantly praying with joy in every one of my prayers for each of you because of your sharing in the gospel from the first day until now. I'm confident of this, that the one who began a good work among you will bring it to completion on the day of Christ Jesus. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you because you hold me in your hearts for all of you share in the grace of God with me hate to say this, but we're taking you with us back to Michigan in our hearts, because we love you. And in and by the grace of God, you've become our friends. Through singing hymns and listening to my long-winded sermons and praying for each other, through sitting together in pain and grief in my office, through processing our deepest questions about life and faith over French fries at the Gladstone Tavern, through rediscovering the gentle and lowly heart of Jesus together, through food pantry serving and community meal preparing and fall festival celebrating, through festive Christmas decorating and exhausting vacation Bible school weeks and confirmation classes, through joyful baptisms and heart-wrenching funerals and every ordinary Sunday morning in between, through studying the Bible's most difficult book, and waiting through the mystery of prayer, through discovering the silent beauty of contemplation before God, through storms of tears and heaves of laughter, in the sacred and in the monotonous, in the holy tedium of all of our days, God has taken two 25-year-olds from Michigan and many non-25-year-olds from New Jersey. and forged a bond of loving friendship and kinship that will never be broken. Though we are parting ways, I thank my God every time I remember you, constantly praying with joy in every one of my prayers for each of you because of your sharing in the gospel from the first day until now. I'm confident of this, that the one who began a good work among you will bring it to completion on the day of Christ Jesus. Walter said it best. I'll carry you in my heart. I'll carry you in my soul. I'm taking all of you with me. But on my last Sunday with you, I I don't want to simply offer a sappy goodbye. I also want to encourage you. To use a biblical word, I want to exhort you as Paul exhorts his friends in Philippi. Receive again this prayer from Paul as my prayer for you. Paul prays, and this is my prayer for you, that your love might overflow more and more with knowledge and full insight to help you determine what is best, so that on the day of Christ you may be found pure and blameless, having produced the harvest of righteousness that comes through Christ Jesus for the praise and glory of God. Paul's prayer starts with the most important ingredient for PRC's future, love, love. May your love overflow more and more. As you enter into this interim period with all of the fear and excitement and uncertainty that it brings, first and foremost, choose love. May your love overflow more and more. Choose the way of love. Lean into difficult conversations and disagreement, but hold the one you are disagreeing with as a beloved brother or sister in Jesus. Make the hard decisions, but make them with a good measure of light-hearted self-unimportance. Continue to meet together. Continue to grow in relationship with one another, And with God, continue to carry each other's burdens, continue to pray for each other, continue to drop off meals and send cards and share the best of what you have with one another. May your love overflow more and more. And Paul goes on with knowledge and full insight to help you determine what is best. May your love overflow more and more with Knowledge and full insight. Start with the heart. Start with loving action. Start with the heart, but don't forget to use your brain. Loving action plus faithful discernment equals your fruitful future. Loving action plus faithful discernment equals your fruitful future. You have a group of incredible leaders who have and will continue to lead this church extraordinarily well. They will lead you into this good and fruitful future. Start with the heart. Don't forget to utilize your brain to help you determine what is best. Paul says, this is my prayer, that your love would overflow more and more with knowledge and full insight to help you determine what is best, so that on the day of Christ, you may be found pure and blameless having produced a harvest of righteousness that comes through Christ Jesus for the praise and glory of God. Ultimately, your fruitful future that is grounded in loving action and faithful discernment won't come to fruition without your abiding trust in an absolute dependence upon Jesus. Jesus is the straw that stirs the drink. This church is not a human led institution. It's a divinely inspired sign, foretaste, and instrument of God's reign in the world. You are a congregation called, empowered, and committed to being Jesus' presence in the world. You are passive in two thirds of those verbs. You are called by God, empowered by the Holy Spirit. God is the primary actor, and trusting in His primary action, you then commit to being His presence in the world. But it all starts. With God. It all starts with Jesus. You cannot claim to be, you cannot be who you claim you are without listening carefully and heeding faithfully to Jesus' call and direction. You can't do it on your own, and you're not supposed to. I was listening to one of my favorite bands on Wednesday morning in the car. Uh, It's a southern rock band named Need to Breathe, and they have this great song. It's called Able. And the chorus goes like this I'm not able, I'm not able, I'm not able on my own. I love that. I'm not able, I'm not able, I'm not able. On my own. You're not able on your own. But you are able with God. And he will be faithful. This is my prayer for you. That your love would overflow more and more. With knowledge and full insight to help you determine what is best. So that on the day of Christ you may be found pure and blameless. Having produced the harvest of righteousness that comes through Christ Jesus. For the praise and glory of God. I'll carry you in my heart. I'll carry you in my soul. I'm taking you with me. Choose love. Use your gifted minds. Trust in your gifted leaders. And above all else, trust in and depend on Jesus. He's been nothing but faithful to this church for 175 years. And you will continue to be faithful until the day he comes back. Sarah and I love you. Sarah and I miss, will miss you. We pray nothing but the best for you. We will never forget you. And we'll carry you with us in our hearts. In the name of the Father and of the Son